every day I've seen endless skies pass before my eyes. Every day I feel the tears that you cried. So hard to carry on, but now I'm strong, and I found this is where I belong. And I got a heart too. And I don't know what you're trying to prove. And it breaks with everything that you do.
Welcome to the April podcast for the Listen Project. I'm Chris Noga, project founder and chief archivist, and my mission is to preserve and share the great music that came out of Northeast Ohio from the mid-1970s through the end of the 20th century. This month, I'm focusing on my favorite genre, power pop. Power pop was a term originally coined by The Who's Pete Townsend in 1967 to describe the music that the band was making at that time. Songs with great hooks and melodies, jangling loud guitars, and tight Beatles, Birds, and Beach Boys-influenced vocal harmonies. The genre really came into focus in the early 1970s, led by what is considered the big three of power pop. Badfinger from Swansea, Wales, who were on the Beatles' Apple Records. Big Star from Memphis, featuring former box top vocalist Alex Chilton, and Cleveland's own Raspberries. Now, really, I'm no expert on what exactly is or is not power pop, so these picks for this month are all based on my personal opinion and are open to debate. There have been a number of really great power pop influence bands from Northeast Ohio, so let's get right into it. Leaning off at the top of the set was I've Got a Heart 2 by Backpages. The band was formed by guitarist, vocalist, and chief songwriter Jimmy Oshenbenner, who was the band's only constant member. Oshenbenner's love of the Beatles and Birds certainly shines through on this track, evidenced by the prominent chiming electric 12-string guitar. The original version was released as the A-side of the band's only 7-inch record, uh, released back it with, backed with You and Me Will See. The version we just heard is taken from a Backpages demo tape uh, and contains some tasty guitar leads and additional harmonies not found on the single, and I actually prefer this version to the single version. Bill Whitwer was the drummer on this song. Phil Budzinski, later the Jehovah Waitresses, played bass. Phil actually stopped by a gig I was playing this past January to hand-deliver a copy of the single for my collection. Jimmy Oshenbenner is still making music today, playing in the Air Chiefs and covering popular music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. He also plays with the current version of a classic Cleveland band, The Outsiders. We then heard Shim Sham Shimmy, from the Revelers' 1996 album, Better Get Hit in Your Soul. I've always described the Revelers as the who of Cleveland, Ohio, mostly due to the drumming of former mouse Tommy Fox and the band's penchant for covering Pete Townsend songs. Singer-guitarist Andre Katurk and Joel Kaufman wrote the band's power-pop-influenced original material. Over the band's 10-year career, they had three different bass players, and their second bass player, Matt Charbonneau, later played in Viva Caramel with my youngest brother, Brian. Bringing it home was Tell Me from the Reactions off their 1986 LP, Cracked Marbles. The album was recorded by Chris Burgess of the Wild Giraffes at the famous Beat Farm. The Reactions consisted of Chuck Wagner on vocals and guitars, Brian P. McCafferty on bass and vocals, and Dave Swanson on drums, guitars, and keys, and featured the songwriting of Wagner and Swanson. McCafferty would go, to play, go on to play bass in the Beatneck Termites and The Unknown, while Swanson would replace David James on bass in Death of Samantha, and then go on to his solo project, Rainy Day Saints, who we'll hear from later in the podcast. While the reactions wanted her to tell me, rocker Don Chris didn't want to hear about it at all. Here's Don't Tell Me off his 1983 full-length LP, Here's to You. Well, if I tore my heart out and gave it to you, 
Don Chris released a number of power pop flavored singles in the 1970s, culminating with the release of Here's to You. His 1977 signal single, Let's Do Something Tonight, backed with one mistake, landed at number 15 on the 30 great U.S. indie power pop singles as compiled in Shake Some Action, The Ultimate Guide to Power Pop by author John M. Borak. This is a great read for power pop fans. If you can get your hands on a copy, they are uh, pretty rare to find. Next up, we're going to hear some 1990s power pop with a Brady Bunch connection before we step back to a tune from a classic 1980s Cleveland band.
listening to the April podcast from the Listen Project. I'm Chris Noga, project founder, chief archivist, and the man on a mission to make classic Northeast Ohio music available to fans old and new. We just heard Smile by one of my favorite 80s Cleveland bands, the Earl Rays, from their three-song self-titled cassette released in 1987. Before the Earl Rays, we heard it. We heard Take It All from American Noise off of their 1980 eponymously titled album. American Noise was founded by the Balzer brothers, Craig and Bruce, after the demise of another legendary Cleveland band, Circus, which once featured Michael Stanley band drummer Tommy Dobeck. This album is considered a lost classic, ultimate guitar album by power pop aficionados. Unfortunately, Craig Balzer passed away from cancer in 2011 at the much too young age of 61. American Noise keyboardist George Sippel had a lengthy, a lengthy successful career as a studio musician and audio engineer working on albums by Northeast Ohio acts such as Eric Carmen, The Evidence, Bo Coop, The Killers, and The Exotic Birds. Kicking off the set was misunderstood off of Paul Pope's 1990 EP, Half a Dozen. Pope was a member of Mulkey Cole, who combined great musicianship and showmanship, and who became a mainstay on the Northeast Ohio rock circuit in the 1970s, as well as developing a following in Erie, PA, and Buffalo, New York. After Mulkey Cole disbanded in 1979, Pope formed the Paul Pope Band, and eventually struck out for the bright lights of L.A. in the mid-80s in search of a record contract. So what's the Brady Bunch connection? Pope's musical partner for about four years was none other than Cousin Oliver himself, Robbie Rist. Pope and Rist co-owned a recording studio, recorded one album as a duo, as well as played on each other's solo releases. The Paul Pope Band is currently on a farewell tour with drummer Donnie Kruger and bassist Bill March from Boku and guitarist Billy Sullivan. The band will play their final Cleveland show on Thursday, April 25th at the Music Box Supper Club. Some musical genres naturally overlap, and in the case of power pop, I'd argue that new wave and pub rock are a part of that family tree. In Cleveland, in the late 70s and early 80s, the generators bridge those musical styles quite well, and throwing a little punk in too. Led by singer, songwriter, guitarist Mark Addison, and featuring vocalist, vocalist Eva Q, later of Buff Butterfield 8 and the Bungee Jumpers, and bassist Glenn Tozer, also known as Stutz Bearcat, who later played with guitarist Butch Armstrong as the Armstrong Bearcat Band, here's Summertime by The Generators. <laughs> i 
Listening to the April podcast from the Listen Project, a Northeast Ohio music preservation project. I'm your host, Chris Noga. At the top of the set, we heard Summertime by the Generators, followed by Be Home Soon from Mark Addison's first post generator band, Hungry Young Men, off their 1983 7 inch EP, Along the New Frontier. Hungry Young Men also consisted of bassist John Lyon and drummer David Magner. When Hungry Young Men splintered, Lyon switched to guitar and formed The Attitude. That band released a five-song EP, Time Stands Still, in 1985, from which we heard Blemish on My Heart. In 1988, The Attitude broke up, and Lyon decided that his new music, leaning heavily towards the psychedelic, would be better realized if he handled all the writing and recording by himself. New music dictated a new persona, and John Lyon became Nick Riff and released the cassette EP from the Heart of Oblivion in 1991. There's still more Northeast Ohio power pop to come. Let's listen to another track from the Holy Cows album, We Never Heard of You Either, from which we played I Can't Pretend last month. Here's Here Tonight.
From Death of Samantha's Doug Gillard, we just heard Suburban Girl from Gem, which was released as a 7-inch single in 1994, appeared on the band's 1995 debut album, Hexed, and on It Was Made in Northeast Ohio, which was a compilation put together by Best Buy and The Scene Magazine, and also released in 1995. Before that, we heard one of Gillard's Death of Samantha cohorts, Dave Swanson, then She Turns Away was the first 7-inch single by Swanson, recording as the Rainy Day Saints, I love that name, on St. Valentine Records. Swanson, a talented multi-instrumentalist, handled all of the instruments on this release, which was recorded at the Beat Farm in late 1989. Leading into the Rainy Day Saints, we heard from Bill Fox and the Mice. Bye Bye Kitty Cat appeared on the band's only released album, Scooter, in 1986. The song was often covered live in the late 1990s by Chapel Hill, North Carolina's Super Chunk. You are listening to the April Podcast from the Listen Project. I'm Chris Noga, and I'm dedicated to preserving and spreading music born in Northeast Ohio from the mid-1970s to the dawn of the 21st century. This month, we are focusing on Power Pop. If there's any Northeast Ohio band that wore their Power Pop influences on their sleeve, it was definitely Paranoid Lovesick. Jangling Rickenbacker guitars, tight vocal harmonies, frenetic and propulsive drumming, and ferocious but melodic guitar leads thrown into the pot, and out comes some incredibly timeless tunes. Plus, these are the guys who covered Armenia City in the Sky on their 2012 Future Man Records Who Tribute, the new sellout, and they also covered Badfinger's Icicles on the 1996 Come and Get It, a tribute to Badfinger CD. I'd say they know their power pop. Originally from their 1995 EP Molly, this is the remastered version from that band from the band's 2009 compilation Tuxedo Avenue Breakdown. Here's Universe Boat from Paranoid Lovesick.
That was Mary Mercenary from Azure Blue. This track can be found on the Cleveland Music Group's 1994 compilation, More Northern Exposure. Azure Blue was the main vehicle for singer-songwriter John Dean, not to be confused with Greenhouse 27's Jack Dean. Azure Blue, to the best of my knowledge, only appeared on three CMG compilations in the mid-90s. The earlier mentioned More Northern Exposure, 1993's Northern Exposure, and 1995 Rust Belt Eruptions. Uh, curious fact, or cool fact, John Dean is currently the mayor of Gloria Glen Village in Medina County. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the monthly podcast. If you'd like to contribute to the Listen Project or request a band or song for the podcast, please contact me at chris at listenclevelandmusic.com. I love talking with those of you who were there back in the day and hearing your stories, all of which we can tell because the FCC has no jurisdiction here and the statute of limitations has expired for most of your shenanigans. So please, contribute. I'm taking this out with a track from The Medicine Show. Evolving from The Medicine Men, guitarist vocalist Tom Dannery, bassist vocalist Kurt Moraz, and drummer vocalist Bill Juice Adkins were on the crunchier side of power pop. They released one full album in 1994. From Welcome to the Show, here's Lucky the Dog. See you next month. Hey, Lucky, where's your shoes at?